I have another 2v1 factoid of the week. Perfect. It's, I want to brace everybody, it's absolutely disgusting. Oh, no. But it, but it does not <laughs> affect people who don't fly, so it doesn't affect you, Nick. Okay. Yeah, right, it's weird. So, coffee drinkers. I read a very disturbing article the other day about a flight attendant, and she was just telling, you know, tips of the industry, secrets, whatever, you know, being a flight attendant and all this stuff. It was all pretty boring and common sense things. But if you drink coffee on an airplane, which I do at least half the time, at least half the time when I'm on a flight, I get coffee. <clears throat> they make that with the same water that's used in the lavatory. Oh, wow. They use potable water. Wow. Which can have E. coli in it. That makes sense, though. Wait, it can? What? That's the whole point of it being filtered and whatever. Potable water you are not ever supposed to drink. They don't run it through any kind of system to it's clean not, it it's out? Not, yeah, it's not like it's raw sewage water. Potable water is like the, the mid-level thing. But the point is, you are absolutely never supposed to drink that unless you're dying of thirst. So if that's the case, how, how do they get away with doing I that? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I don't understand. And, and that's why I, I almost like, is it true? But it was on like Business Insider. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't think anybody would be out there talking about it if it yeah, was actually that big I, of a deal. It, I drink coffee on the flights and it doesn't change my opinion at all. It, that's whatever. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, probably, I've never gotten sick. I just think it's problem, disgusting. I'm sure the FDA would have been involved. That's what, that's what so. I mean. Like, don't you don't you think this has been approved and uh, run through tests? And yes, maybe and, whatever? and certainly there's more disgusting things that you consume on a daily basis. But now that I know about it, right. no more coffee for me. No more yeah. poop coffee for me on airlines. Yeah, it's one of, it's one of those, like... Now I have this knowledge. It doesn't ignorance matter if somebody tells me it's good. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't tell me I'm drinking poop coffee. Yeah. I don't know. It is <laughs> poop disturbing. Coffee. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to the 2v1 podcast. Yeah, yeah that's a good start. <laughs> I was going to start yeah. it with something that we heard yesterday playing Mario Kart. Okay, let's continue. What, it, what was that? Uh, Alex was downplaying his cold. Oh wow! <laughs> I did. It. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna bring that up. <laughs> Kaylee was talking some shit on you, Alex. What are you talking about? <laughs> we were playing Mario Kart, and he was at Cody's, and we were playing with Cody, and he was just saying you kind of downplayed how much, how much you reacted to the cold while you were back home. I don't. I don't know what you. I don't know what he means. I. I was a huge <laughs> pussy and admitted. Okay, that. there you go. <laughs> Is that what he's saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did I not whine for the f first five minutes of last week's episode about it that? Didn't, we, it, we, we, we both said the same thing. We, were, we both said to Kaylee, we were like, oh, Alex kind of downplayed how bad he reacted to it. But Kaylee was like, oh, yeah, he, he was much worse than that. <laughs> I shivered and complained. I don't know what's worse uh -oh. than that. Kaylee, eat shit. You're fired. No more promotion. I wasn't, and if we ever get famous, no more kickbacks for you. I wasn't going to bring it up at all, Josh. I you told Kaylee I was going to yesterday. Josh, so. I'm so glad you did because now I don't have to be friends with him anymore. Okay, well, welcome to the 2v1 podcast where we ruin <laughs> friendships on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. But it's usually over video games. A I'm lot Nick. of friendships were ruined last night in cart. Yes, I hate everybody. Fuck everybody. Uh, typically, I'm joined by Josh and Alex to talk about games. And uh, let's talk about games. Typically made it seem like we had somebody else. Yeah, I, I I'm, just, I'm just rolling with it. Don't call out when I make mistakes. I have to because you do it to me. 
So yeah, you're right. Oof, you're right. <laughs> I've uh, I've learned. <laughs> You've learned. Yeah. Uh, we have the first major new release of 2018 to talk about. The first major new release. <laughs> do you want to do you want to jump into Meat Boy? Sure. I didn't get to play it that much. I didn't either. I'm only on the third world. I think. Okay. You're further. Salt Factory? Salt Factory, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's safe to say that that is Super Meat Boy. I am excited that we can officially talk about Super Meat Boy because it just came out on the Switch, and everybody should buy it, and apparently it sold very well. Yeah, so that, that statement that Tommy made, and Tommy's the developer behind it, uh, behind the programmer, the new, the program, sorry, the programmer, sorry, Edmund McMillan was the art, of, art, guy. art guy of the original release. He made it sound like, when I, he said that the Switch version almost sold day one as many as the 360 version, right? Yeah. So I took that under the impression that it was solely day one sales on 360 that he was referencing. But I've seen okay. some articles say that the day one Switch outsold the entire lifetime of the 360 version. What? That's why I'm confused. So Wait, I really? Yes. That's cr- That sounds crazy th- to me because there's... It does. So I think pl- they're misunderstanding, and I think I th- it's just day one. I think they're misunderstanding, too, because Super Meat Boy was an incredible success yeah. on 360. I mean, regardless so. of the fact, the Switch version already almost selling as much as the 360 version is pretty big deal. Yeah, that's great, yeah. no matter what. No matter what, that's fucking awesome, and uh, I'm very pleased to hear that, and congratulations, Team Meat. Super Meat Boy is amazing, and continues to be amazing. I... Uh, my biggest bone to pick is the soundtrack. It's, it's not fucking fault. terrible. It's fucking terrible. And no, it is not their fault. And that's actually what makes me even more mad. So, the original Super Meat Boy soundtrack, for anybody that happens to be playing it on the Switch and has never played it before, please look up the original soundtrack. Because or, the- don't look up the original soundtrack so you won't be mad. That's true. Maybe, so, yeah, maybe disregard. ignorance is bliss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, because the original Meat Boy soundtrack is excellent. It is it is so good, and it worked with the game perfectly. It was totally, I don't know, just it totally personified the Meat Boy experience, I think. Like, I have songs stuck in my head still whenever I see certain things in that game. For example, the title screen. With that pounding guitar riff. And it's it's like Super Meat Boy. And it's like real exciting. But now it's just like it just falls flat. Like when that when you launch that game on the Switch, it's just like Super Meat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lame. It's think, so lame. I think this is only a potential problem for the people who really adored the first game on 360. I agree, but I'm curious mm-hmm. because I actually don't think it's a good from what I've heard so far, I actually think the music is like really lackluster, and it's so basic. It, it's very basic. So hey, basic. it's it's like me revisiting the director's cut of yes. the original Resident Evil. Yes, I mean that was yeah. terrible. Yeah, I mean it. It's sort of on that level. Well, we, we're kind of alluding to why this is a thing, Nick. So yeah, and you know we don't know a person's true intentions, but I I had to look this up because. The composer of the original soundtrack is Danny Baranowski, I think is how you say his last name, Danny B. And he makes really great music. He did the soundtrack for Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is fucking awesome, too. 
And I was like, why the hell would this not be in current Meat Boy? Because when it came out on PS4, that was the first version that did not have the original soundtrack. And basically, he just said, we had, like, creative differences, and I didn't want to give them the license again. He had to do virtually no work. The soundtrack was done. They just had to say, yeah, you can use it again in other platforms. And he said no. And it's like, what? I'm so disappointed by that decision. Like, it's so lame. I don't care what your reasons are. Like, you're taking a piece away from this thing that you put all this effort into that was a huge success. Maybe the soundtrack wasn't as important to some people, but, like, come on. Like, it's it's really, I don't know. It how rubs much, me the wrong way. How much is it actually taking away from your experience with Meat Boy? A lot. Is it? Yes. Yeah, because because I love the music of the first game. That Like, that goes back to before listening to podcasts and stuff while playing games. So, I was... I was absorbing that soundtrack constantly while playing Meat Boy. And now I have no incentive to listen to the game. None. It's it like the little bit of the music that I've heard, I'm just like, boy, is this bad. But I could it's, I could complain for hours about the soundtrack, but we don't need to do that. It's so basic. I don't hate it. It's fine. It's it, not, it sounds like it's a not a typical eight bit game soundtrack. No, or it doesn't. It's type. that the banjo on the forest level is just bad. the The loop that it is on is just so bland. Ugh, I hate it. So I have not tried playing with the Joy Cons yet. You have, yeah. How is let's it? talk about actually playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> not not so, just Super Meat Boy OST. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Obviously, the benefit of being on Switch is that you can take this anywhere and play it in handheld and and whatever, right? Playing Meat Boy with the Joy-Cons attached in handheld mode, do not do. Just don't do it. It doesn't feel good. The buttons on the Joy-Cons are not responsive enough. The joystick does not feel tight enough. The trigger for running, for me specifically, maybe if you're doing the button, it feels better, but it just feels bad. So... There's kind of like, oh, yeah, this game's portable, but I highly recommend being portable with a pro controller and playing it with the kickstand propped up. <laughs> A.K.A. not portable. Really. Not portable. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, if you really have to, but, yeah, it just doesn't It doesn't feel responsive enough for, like, how, how like, you have to stop on a dime in Super Meat Boy and, like, make a jump or make a turn or stop running and turn around as quick as you can. It just doesn't feel good. You gotta wonder how many people that are playing it care about perfecting it as we do. So maybe yeah. Joy-Con's perfectly fine for them and handheld if mode is you're, actually great. If you are playing Meat Boy just to play through it, that's fine. If you're trying to get... You have Nick's approval. You, if you're trying... Yeah, you have my approval. You have my grace. My blessing. Uh, if you're trying to go for good times, no. I just agree no. with that. Yeah, the Pro Controller, I've said it when I first got my Pro, pro Controllers, I think that thing is very well made. Um, it's and, such and totally a solid piece of with, hardware. Yeah, with quote-unquote current-gen controllers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the second best, I think. The Xbox is the shittiest at this point. It is, yeah. yes. The Pro Controller could potentially be the best if its D-pad were better. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not better than Sony's, but it's definitely better than Microsoft's. Yes. Yes. And and I don't hate Xboxes. It's just the weakest of the three. Right. Agreed. So 
I'm winning Meat Boy right now in most most well, times. I mean, technically, so, you technically you played more levels than exactly, I've played. That's the point. So we're gonna continue <laughs> that. And uh, yeah, yeah, there is there is this running competition with Josh and I, and uh, anybody is welcome to join if you would like. You can uh, you can send us your friend code, and we'll I'll, I'll add you. I don't know if Josh will because he's yeah, weird. Meat but... Boy, Meat Boy is worth it. <laughs> yes, you can let us know on social media at Two B One Podcast. And uh, you're you're not good enough for Josh's friends list. That's what that's we're trying to say. <laughs> not true. So I didn't say it. I'm I'm gonna throw some shade. I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be you and me, Josh. Oh no, it totally will be, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. regardless, there's no other other competition anyway, so it's just gonna be us two battling it out. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We have friends that are playing oh, this game, and I, I think was it's saying just... that jokingly. So I know. I okay. I think it is going to be just me and you, but we'll see. That's not much competition I'm, there. I am so excited to play through that game again for like the billionth time, and uh, it's, everybody. It's, I was playing this morning, and it's so funny. Like, when did that game come out? Two thousand. Two thousand ten. Yeah, I was gonna say eleven, so that's close enough. I still remember all like the weird <laughs> shortcuts and weird jumps you yep. can make on the levels. And I haven't oh, touched yeah. it since then. I didn't play like the re-releases on uh, PS4 or anything. There's there's little tiny pieces of a platform that mm-hmm. you can touch or land on that you would never think you could, and that is so big in getting the best time. And I loved figuring that stuff out. Yeah, back. there are some stages where you can like it, you start the stage and it looks like you're supposed to take this normal route. Yeah, where if you just backtrack a little bit or drop and jump, you can skip almost like entire levels to increase yes. your speed. Yep. So it's, it, it's just weird how that comes back to you over so much time. But we put a lot of time in that game. We a played that game time. a lot. Yeah that that was that was the that was such a thing. I do have some bad news. In college. Though, okay. I have some bad news. The same problem is happening with the PC version. There are zero second board times. Okay. So, yeah, for us being competitive in this, and I already noticed this, a long-running issue with Super Meat Boy has been that sometimes the timer doesn't start, and you can get a zero second time. And that drove me crazy when I was, like, really serious about the game because they'd have to reset the leaderboards constantly. And... I just want to point out that all of my times were, were legitimate on 360, and when they reset the leaderboards one time, I was in the top 10. So Worldwide? Yep. Holy shit. I mean, I can believe that. Just I know I sent you guys pictures of it. Yeah. I took a picture of it. No, I, like, was, I, was, I wasn't top 10, but I was under 100 whenever that all yeah, happened. Yeah, like, there, there's, there's a legitimate problem with the timer in that game that apparently they haven't fixed, because on the Switch version, I noticed, watching the replay... I got a certain time, and then when I went to the leaderboards, it was actually faster than I actually got. So it's it's really weird. I don't know. So there's now this little pinch of salt on top of our scores. <laughs> you know, like they might not be totally accurate, but I, yeah. It, it's unfortunate. I was not expecting that to be a problem on this release at all. I know. You'd think, like, you'd think by now it was fixed, but uh, I, I think... um. They fixed it well, on PC at some point down the road, they, I should have thought. They didn't, thought. they didn't, though, because I bought the PC version, I think, like, a year after it came out because I was like, you know what? I want to play on PC. They added the whole map creator thing. I was going to get real into that. Like, I was really excited about people making their own levels and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'll play through the whole thing again and set new records and whatever. 
And it was pointless because people just cheated. <laughs> and they and they couldn't do anything about it. So It's unfortunate. It, it's a, it is unfortunate. It just seems to be probably some ever-present problem in the code now, I guess. Hmm. But Super I, uh, Meat Boy. I, I've been trying your way of holding the trigger down and jumping as opposed to holding down Y. Oh, man, it's so much easier. You don't have to think of you, you just always hold the trigger. You don't have to think about anything. I, I mean, whenever I play anyways, I always hold Y on the controller regardless, and I use the bottom half of my thumb to jump. No, I know. Yeah, so. I know how. I figured that's how you did it. Yeah. But like, so I, wait, I, top of your thumb on the Y and then the bottom half on the A? Yeah. B, on the B. Or B. B. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I I mentioned last week or no, we were I was giving you shit. I give you shit about uh, that all the time. How you play games, Josh, and <laughs> I was trying to think what recently I was doing something like that in, and I couldn't think of the example. And I'm fucking blanking again, and I'm real mad. I shouldn't have even said anything. I was it was like on the tip of my tongue, and now I just forgot again. So giving wow. him shit about playing certain ways, holding yeah, holding the B button. Or whatever button, and then jumping with the bottom half of your thumb. I just did that in a game. Hollow Knight? We just did... No, we just did that in a game that I think you also played, and I can't remember what it was. So Switcher, we're gonna... can you give me a system or no? Nope. All right, we'll have to think about it off air. Nope. Then. I'm yeah. just going to move on. Uh, let me <laughs> ask you a question, though. I have a question. And I, I remember this happening with the 360 version as well. Sometimes I hit jump, and I feel like I don't jump. Yes. Okay, so I'm not. it's not just me. So... I think my biggest depressing realization of replaying Super Meat Boy is that it is incredibly tight for 90% of the game, and then sometimes things don't register. And for a game like that, that focuses on tight platforming, yeah, that's pretty devastating. 10% yeah. is still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, One there's... out of every 10 runs is going to screw you up. I notice, I notice mostly jumping off walls, Josh, not just jumping in general. It's, it's, I, it's more yeah. it's more the wall thing because you get stuck on walls and and that's and that's on purpose like you're supposed to be able to slide up and down walls and that's like a key part of the game but like there are times where I get on a wall and I feel like I can't get off of it and I know I pressed the jump button it's it's more so for me like if I'm running on the ground and I tap B right before either like falling or spikes or something it does I just don't jump and I just run into the spikes. So that's where I get frustrated. I've never had that problem. Yeah. It's always off the it's, wall for me. It's it's weird. Playing Meat Boy right now is weird to me just coming off the end is nigh. Yeah. Like it because I'm subconsciously comparing the two. And I figured I figured you'd be all warmed up and whatever from it. Even though even nope. though end is nigh end is nigh is moves slower, it's still the general same feel. I I mean yes, under the underlying feel of it is fairly similar but they are also very different like yeah end is nigh is nowhere near as floaty like that's not just that's not a thing in end is nigh and no. in my opinion it's way more precise and, it is i agree and i love and i miss the the thing mcmillan added with holding down a trigger and immediately dropping straight down like that's so convenient in like a oh. platforming game there's i mean yeah there's no reason to hold that against meat boy though, no i am not, nothing I not. yeah yeah, they're, they're no, just, that that was a cool thing about End is Nine. They're for just sure. different. They are different games. I've decided. Yeah, like totally. they're different enough. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's out. Meat Boy. Like, Everybody should buy Super Meat Boy on the Switch or whatever platform you want to play it on because it's on everything now. 
It is on everything. Yeah. As as Nick would say, you no longer have an excuse. No. <laughs> no. That is a is that is a... a No, never mind. It wouldn't be on like iOS or anything or Android. There's no, no way. Yeah. Super Meat Boy Forever will be. I I still have hopes for that being I good. have no hope for that. <laughs> None. Or will you get it at least? Yes. Okay. Yes, I will get it. I want to support Team Meat. I want to support Tommy Refinez, I think is how you say his name. I've never known because, how to pronounce it. Because Super Meat Boy is so fantastic. So, yeah. I'm I'm not hopeful about Super Meat Boy forever. I'm going in with the lowest of the low expectations. And if it turns out to be great, that would be awesome. I don't know much about Tommy other than Meat Boy. Is he Me neither. I don't know anything. I don't else. know what he did prior to that. Or, anything like wonder because as far as I'm aware, he has solely ever only worked on Meat Boy titles. Yeah, so I like, didn't know if he. I didn't know if he had jobs like as a just a cog in the machine of yeah. like bigger devs. So I don't like, know. wonder if after forever, if he will try to continue the Meat Boy cycle or come up with his own thing or just disappear. I'd love. Like Phil Fish. I'd love to see a new game. Just something new. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like, because McMillan, he d- he does a ton of different things. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. His next game is a roguelike puzzle game. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't know. Yes, it is. That and a cat-taming game. Mugenics. Yeah, it resurfaced. Yeah. Recently. Cats are lame. You're lame. <laughs> what uh, else are we playing? 22 minutes of Meat Boy almost. That's... Yeah, I figured that was way too long. What else are we what? playing? <laughs> Oh, Imagine that we do that with everything we talk every about. Game, it's okay. Every game, every every subject. Um, I can probably contribute half that amount of time to a new game that I really like. Yes. Um, so we talked about Prey. I think maybe eight months ago. I think it the was demo. in May of last year. Yeah, there was a demo. Yeah. I don't want to say I was super down on it because I don't think I was. I do think I was dismissive. So, Me too. Okay, I think we were all pretty dismissive. I think we were all like, yeah, we're not going to play this. Exactly. Well, <clears throat> immediately. Um, And I also do remember another thing that probably wasn't fair is it had a few tech issues. Like, it, yeah. I got annoyed by some things like the same track playing, like combat music playing the entire I time. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, for anybody who doesn't know what Prey is, um, you are on a, this isn't a spoiler, it's in the beginning of the game, you're on a space station and things are not what they seem, and these this alien life form has taken over the space, space station, and you got to kill them all and find out what's going on, what happened, you know? So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, it starts out, everything's pretty much the exact same as it was in the demo, obviously, and I got past the part that I was stuck in. The, the, the interface, the maps, the waypoints, it all, it all works better than the way I thought it was. I haven't gotten stuck anywhere yet, which is very good. That's um, good. Yeah, but, but right off the bat... I made an executive decision, and I am entering the era, the era of the easy mode, as we've talked oh. about before. Oh, um, yeah. And, I mean, as a side note, I beat Wolfenstein, liked it because I played it on easy. Matter of fact, next game I'll play on the easiest, not just easy. But anyways, yeah, <clears throat> I will say, anybody who wants to play this game, if you are the same way as... I know Josh typically likes more of a challenge, but with games like this, Nick and I are huge advocates. I can't say it enough. Play this game on easy, because if you do, it's great. I actually love this game. Um, I'm I'm probably probably like three hours in or something like that. 
And <clears throat> the I think one of the biggest allures of this game, it's very much uh, very Bioshocky because it's yes. very loot based. You know, you can go around search garbage cans, dressers, cupboards. It's all whatever. about reading people's emails. Yeah, which at first I thought was going to be annoying, but you don't have to, if you just like skim through or if you just open it and you need to unlock something from that or get some sort of key information, it pulls it out for you and you sort of right. get a notification. So yeah, that's, you don't that's have nice. to remember anything anymore. Exactly. If you want to read yeah. it, you can. So that's nice. You know, get a little bit of additional backstory. But I think one of the biggest allures is along with the loot stuff, they have a recycling machine and a fabrication or a fabricator machine. So you collect all of this junk as is a pretty common thing in loot games and you throw it all into the recycler and depending on what category of junk it is it could be organic matter or inorganic or whatever it spits out different crafting materials and yeah. it's it's a very streamlined system i love throwing junk in there and getting perfect little cubes of matter like the idea yeah. of it is actually brilliant and then yeah. right next door to every recycler typically is a fabricator and then you can just make shit ammo health new guns whatever so that was something I didn't really get to play with much in the demo, and I fell in love with pretty quickly in this one. It's um, a satisfying loop of making sure you check every <laughs> single thing so you can yeah. get things to make things. And it, it doesn't feel annoying, because there's some games yeah. that just don't do it very well, but this one, it definitely does. Um, there's You use these things called neuromods, which you can also fabricate, I think, and that's how you sort of acquire upgrades, You know, make yourself stronger, better, faster, whatever. I can see you... You have, inject something into your eye like into your face you? yeah it's like these oh it's very God. it's very dead spacey like dead space i remember too, with the needles in the i eyes. remember in the demo being like super disturbed by just putting this thing up to your eye and, and it, it's like, real put, long it's yeah. like eight inches like just this tiny needle going into your eye because it's drilling into your brain or something right like yeah it's, it's supposed to be modifying your actual brain <laughs> exactly so yeah it's um, crazy that's all amazing uh whenever the whenever the music is not incessantly on repeat and playing the same <laughs> track over and over i kind of like it yeah um they also what's that one con is it lateral thinking have you ever heard of that phrase uh i don't know shit i forgot to look it up i'm going to later so i have to correct myself but anyways this game does a very good job of forcing you to think outside the box, which I was not expecting. And when I oh. say that, it's nothing revolutionary. Oh. But I'm so used to, for example, running through Wolfenstein. There is zero of that. You do, you are running through it, and that's whatever. Uh, there was there were one or two instances already in Prey where I was not a hundred percent sure of where to where to go or what to do. And one of them was I was like in an emergency maintenance shaft, and I dropped down from something. And I couldn't get back up. But the way that I initially got up to that place, it was because there was power supplied to the door to get into that area. But I turned off the power. So I was like, did I just screw myself? Like, do I have to reload or is this broken? You know, I was the first thing I was doing was pointing my finger somewhere else. Couldn't have right. been my fault. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute. You know, you have that stupid glue gun, which just shoots out. this. And you can build platforms. Yeah. Like, yep. Just think to yourself, okay, Alex, I have to get up there. I'm down here. What is a way to do that? We'll so, stand on something. Yeah. So you can do so, that. You can get a, abilities to pick up crates and put it there. And I really like that idea because I was not we didn't. That. We didn't uh, even really talk about what genre, I guess, this game falls in, mm -hmm. which is first person. And I think the general term that everybody agrees on is immersive sim. Yeah. Uh, that's that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> so, this is Arcane. Arcane makes Dishonored, 
and Dishonored is this, and Deus Ex totally. is this, and the old Thief games are this, where it's kind of open-ended. Like, you have all these tools at your disposal. It definitely is. And you may think, like, that was a good example where you think you got into a position where you're fucked, but you just have to take a second and look at, here's everything I can potentially do, now I need to make use of those things. Exactly. And and that's fucking <clears throat> awesome. That's the that's one of the only reasons I want to play Prey. Play like, Prey. I'm into... <laughs> I'm into the whole sci-fi thing, and the actual like initial setup of that game is fantastic. Oh, dude! Like the I was shocked the first time I played. Yeah, like, the first the, ten the minutes, first, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Honestly, that should have never been in the demo. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think they probably were like, maybe this will allure people into picking it up, but I think that and reveal clearly it didn't. <laughs> that reveal should have never been in the demo because there, and we didn't even really talk about it, and we won't. The first half hour or so of that game has an amazing twist, and it's real cool, and then it just goes right into what the rest of it is. I have wanted to play that forever. I just kept putting it off, and I continued to put it off, just like I put off Dishonored 2. Mm-hmm. I, I played Dishonored 2 a year after it came out or whatever. I will play Prey this year for sure because it just, it just seems really awesome, and I will also play on easy <laughs> Yep, because... It is apparently notoriously fucking difficult. I, I also I'm very stubborn. If I and if I see an enemy that I probably shouldn't be fighting yet, I'm gonna fight it and I'm yeah. gonna beat it. So it's yeah. good that I'm playing on easy because I've gotten into like two altercations that were I had to reload several times. I think um I want to say somebody even made a mod on the PC version to like make it <clears throat> even easier or something or like to completely get rid of combat. Or something. There, mm-hmm. somebody did something like really to just let you focus on exploring and the story yeah. and and everything. And that would and be I fine. Think... But th- there's just there's just the right amount of combat for me. Oh right yeah, now. no, I wouldn't I wouldn't download that either. I would just play it on easy. But Tan- now that you mentioned that tangent, real quick, I believe I don't know if it's a mod or if the developers added it, but I think in Soma, they, yeah, they, they got added... rid of the monster. Yeah, things. yeah. you guys yep. have mentioned that before. Yep. Yeah, I pray. Prey got a lot of praise from critics, and I don't believe sold very well. No, <laughs> I, 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 I think feel it, bad because I contributed to that. I was yeah, dismissive of it. Me too. Me too. And yeah. and I think I think that it's it's so weird the whole thing with Bethesda, and they continue to fund games like this, especially like Wolfenstein and Dishonored, and I don't think they're doing well. And I hope they don't stop. I hope they yeah. like keep giving, keep giving these studios money all, and resources. They're all quality games. They they do yeah. well critically. I mean, I mean at least yes. let's put it this way. I I looked on uh, game rankings because I'm always curious. And um, weirdly, the Xbox version is the most highly rated. Rated. It's over 85. It's close to like 86 percent. Um, PC and PS4. I want to say were 78, 79. So there must. Huh. That's got to be tech issues. Got, well, you also got to look at the number of reviews. There's probably only a couple for Xbox as opposed to a ton for PlayStation. I, I think, I don't know. I think there were a lot. I, wait, it's right here on my phone. Um, 14 reviews on Xbox. Yeah, so PlayStation, for some reason, it's weird. It's like that's the majority of reviews come from 39 on PS4 and 19 yeah, on double. PC. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. So, yeah. yeah, that's a lot for PS4. Better sample size, but still. Yeah. Um, anyhow, the, the other two things I wanted to mention, especially for you, Josh, is kind of funny. In the very, I had forgotten that you take like a diagnostic test in the beginning of the game. Uh, you're 
they're they're just testing you on like personality things and word for word point for point do you know what the questions were that they asked i played it but i don't remember neither neither did i they are the dilemma that you talked about like five episodes four or five episodes ago with the train oh, tracks and killing really? people the trolley exact thing. that's funny exact same questions same number of people pushing the fat man on the tracks exact same stuff I thought it was I hilarious. do not remember that being yeah, in the demo. I don't remember either. Yeah, and the uh, who knows? Maybe it wasn't. Uh, they they add they took it one step further. Your last question was the fat man. Would you push him on the tracks to stop the train? This one was, would you jump in, oh. onto the train track and die? But it'll stop to save everybody else's life. So wow, pretty pretty fun. Um, definitely a spur of the moment decision kind of thing. <laughs> but the. <laughs> The last thing, and I actually saved the best for last because I did it just a couple hours before we recorded. One of the coolest things I've experienced in any first-person shooter, whatever we want to call it, they have, uh, you can go outside of airlocks and you can traverse the outside of the space station as well. And you're in microgravity. I can't believe how well done it is. It is. It controls so well, and, and it's it's very it's in so many different dimensions. Like you can your shoulder buttons, you roll left and right. Um, A and B are ascend and descend. You can move you can move forward or you know reverse thrust, and you can also like do sort of a boost forward. You can brake to like stop yourself really fast. And the neatest thing about it, um, I guess this just tickles my fancy because I'm taking physics this semester. But you have a little meters per second gauge. That's telling yeah. you how fast you go. Like, and if it's too fast and you run into something, you're gonna get hurt just from slamming. That's into awesome. Shit. Let me. Oh uh, my god, it's me, so good. Let me tell you about four sequels, mass times acceleration. Yeah, and and it's just I can't believe how responsive it is. I mean, it just everything I try and do when I'm floating around outside just works perfectly. Uh, I'm just really surprised by that. You know what's amazing? Hmm. Whenever anybody talks about physics and video games. It's because they are actually working under according the to rules natural law of physics. Exactly, yes. Rocket League. You yeah. know what I mean? Like same exact thing. So the the whole thing is just really well done. I apologize to Arcane for being dismissive. <laughs> I'm telling you now, this game is so cheap at this point. Yeah, it you goes on sale all the time. Spoiler: yeah. It will be on Alex's top ten games of 2017 <laughs> that came out. In my my. That's right. My 2017 games that I played in 2018. It's it will probably be on there, is my guess. I'm gonna have a bunch of those too, just because I <clears throat> I still ended up missing a lot last year. Somehow I yeah. know. Well, I mean, there was some. Hey, stuff. real quick before we get off that, and I know Josh, you were trying to say something. Alex, Dishonored Two is really good. Yeah, it's Even really good. Death of the Outsider is too. There, I mean, they're the, yeah, they're the same. Yeah, I want to play that at so. some point, but Dishonored Two. Like Prey flew under a lot of people's yeah. radar, and I played one and enjoyed one. You know, it wasn't life changing, but and two, two is more of one, but it's also that's what Prey is. It's basically the same thing. It just doesn't have the crafting stuff, I yeah. guess, and and sci fi. And but... I admit that's one of the, as I mentioned, that's one of the coolest things about it. So. I loved loved Dishonored too. It, oh, was, it was fantastic. Awesome. It was I think it was on my, yeah. my game of the year list. I enjoyed that game a whole lot. I think it was too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what so were you trying to say, Josh? Pray. It was a it was an in the moment thing. That's pointless uh, now. I was gonna say so let, me, let me yeah let me tell you about a little game called Call of Duty Infinite Warfare because we were talking about uh, flying around in space and microgravity, and you had a 
you had a grappling hook while you were flying around in space and you could grapple hook enemies and kick them and it was great. True story. I forgot you did that in that game. Me too, until we were just talking about... Did it control well? Oh, it was fucking cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I was I was making the point that it made no impact on me. Oh, no, me neither, but... I mean, it would, I remember speaking about I, microgravity situations yeah, in space. So. I'm I'm trying to think of lots more games, that, and I can't. I, obviously, the most notable one is Dead Space. It wasn't bad, but it it was just functional. You know yeah. what I mean? I had no complaints about it, but I didn't sit there and talk about it on the podcast. Oh my god, I loved the way you float around in space in Dead Space because yeah, it didn't affect me like that. Hey, so uh, non video game thing, real quick that I just have to share. Uh, great. I, I have, I had Twitter open on my phone. So I looked over real quick and I saw this thing under the moment situation. Uh, in, if you lived in Hawaii, Oh, if, I heard did about you this. See this. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, you know, those little alerts you get on your iPhone for like emergency alerts. Alex, Amber alerts. Well, like, like an, an emergency alert will pop up and be like heavy rain or hurricane. Or Similar. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So people in Hawaii got one that read, and I'm reading directly the quote right now. Emergency alert. Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it was what, a mistake. North Korea? It was a mistake. Oh. Oh. That's not fair. No. Imagine <laughs> getting that alert on your phone midday living in Hawaii. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I. Those poor that people. That is insane to me, and I had to bring it up. Oh, that my God. That is insane. That's a, hey, at least they have a text emergency alert system. Yeah, they, it, it works. It uh, they're probably pretty upset about it, but it's like, well, at least, you know, God forbid well, that, that never happens. That could beg a, a whole argument. Would you prefer knowing that was happening or would you just prefer it just happened without knowing? You know, fair question. Another another philosophical yeah. question. Yeah, the, the 2v1 philosophy cast. Yeah, <laughs> I had a better I had a really good segue that Josh interrupted, which is playing prey on easy mode. I'm playing Uncharted Lost Legacy on Explorer, which is the objectively correct way to play Uncharted games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that game is really cool. That That is something that is, I think, very underappreciated from 2017. Yeah, I feel like it was something people wrote off just because it's an Uncharted without Nathan Drake. And yep. I'd argue and we did that, that is the best Uncharted game. Well, I'd I mean, I didn't it. beat it. I, wouldn't, I didn't beat that yet. I'm very close to the end. I don't think that would happen. I don't think I'd feel that way. But I was dismissive of that game. I think Alex, you kind of were too. Yeah, and, and still am. But you're you have my interest. It's worth playing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's worth playing. It's be you know why it's worth playing? Because it's because, the best looking game because ever. Because Uncharted games are <laughs> fucking incredible looking. Yeah, yep. yeah. Like it's it's unbelievable. I having come off of loving Uncharted four. Only a year ago, I was then blown away once again, all over again. Like, seeing seeing the facial expressions on Chloe and Nadine and the environments and the animations and how fucking fluid everything is, it's so yep. astounding. Yeah, I like, just, I, I know that I still haven't played it myself personally, despite owning it. I know you guys have said Horizon definitely gives it a run for the Horizon? money, but... Yeah, I bought it like six months ago. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Horizon is beautiful. Yeah, but Uncharted I just, looks better. I was I was gonna say if if especially you, Josh, if you say it looks better, I have to see it to believe it. 
It's okay. Just one if of you those just, I mean, if you've had it for six months, just play it whenever. I have a distinction to make. Horizon has better art direction. It has a better look and theme of like the tribal stuff. Uncharted technically is better. Like just yeah, like just rendering I, real life things. And I, and I think I talked better. a lot about interaction in the environment. Yeah, just everything is interactive, like spatters of mud, leaves, you yeah, know, moving and all that shit. Dude, dude. So, <laughs> un, in Lost Legacy, Lost Legacy is this spinoff game where you play as Chloe Fraser. She was in two. She was in Uncharted two, I think, and only two. I can't remember that sounds if right. she was in three. Yeah. And then Nadine was in four yeah. for, like, a brief period of time. Like, you didn't learn anything about her. You still don't learn much about her in this one either. But That's fine. In, in Lost Legacy, it's actually more of that, and Josh, you talked about this. It's, it's more of that open world portion of four where you drive around in the Jeep. That is mostly Lost Legacy. You are You do this opening section of, like, a linear thing that is very crazy and bombastic like every other uncharted game and then it drops you into this open map that you are free to explore at your leisure with a jeep and it's really cool and whenever you drive into a patch of tall grass the grass bends around your jeep and it lays like it flat into the tire and probably. it looks fucking so good <laughs> it is so crazy and when you're walking through it it's bending around the character model and, and whenever you drive up a amazing. muddy hill, the mud yeah. looks like it's actually like clinging to parts of the and, vehicle and sliding and you around. Get, you get mud and water on yourself, and like it stays there. And holy shit, is it a good-looking game? It is still an Uncharted game, thus why I'm playing it on Explorer because the gunplay is awful, and I love, <laughs> love, love, love auto-targeting and just murdering scores of humans yep without a single thought it's amazing yep the big thing that i don't think i've ever given uncharted credit for is the dialogue so there's this one section of lost legacy where it's like the first time it's it's not the first time you're in the open world and like shooting people but you actually come across a point where there's a lot there's going to be a lot of enemies and it kind of like lets you know that and it gives you a chance to be stealthy. And Nadine says to you like, hey, they don't know we're here. Let's like really think about this and be careful, right? I drive in with my Jeep, run over two guys, bullets are flying, everybody's freaking out. I jump out of the Jeep, headshotting everybody, running around, climbing on things with one hand, shooting people. Tossing grenades. Tossing grenades, jumping off rope, jumping off tree limbs with a rope while I'm swinging with a machine gun. And Nadine goes, this was your plan? And, like, <laughs> it was so good. That that was so good because she was like, let's be, like, real, let's be real careful. Like, let's really take these guys out and not alert anybody. And I run in there guns blazing, and Uncharted is the fucking best action movie in video game form ever. And I loved that they reacted to that. Yeah, and, that's and they to continue your, to, to do your that. decision. Yeah, and they have done that in past games, like probably as far back as two. 
it just never like really dawned on me that the game like the game is reacting to how you're playing and that's what i meant whenever i was talking about it initially saying that i really enjoyed the chatter between them two yeah like in it's and yeah. like you said it's been in past games but a lot of the times it's been nathan almost talking to himself to himself yes yes and just having the two different and distinct characters do it this time around as a welcome addition yeah it's really cool like i I heard plenty of times that people were like down on the dialogue in this game. Like they thought it was bad. I like the voice. The hear voice that. acting itself was good. Like the characters are emotive and sound unique and whatever. But I I heard that people were like every time they interact with each other, it's not good. And like I've really enjoyed it. I thought it's I thought it's worked pretty well. I liked it all the way through. Yeah, it's it's been really cool. Like I'm I've blown through it because I just want to play it, which that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's I even, like it's the perfect length. Like once you're done, you're like, that's great. It doesn't extend its welcome or anything. Yeah. Yeah, like I think I'm near the end. And that's you're awesome. Close. Yeah. So I even did one of the collectibles. Wait, the one in the like, open world? Yeah. You did that entire thing? I did that. I didn't even do that. Wait, you didn't go around and get the the little tokens? No, fuck no. Holy shit, Josh. They were cool puzzles. I know. There I did, like, like, half of them, and then I realized I didn't feel like doing the rest. I just wanted to beat it. Oh, man. There were there were actually some, like, really stupid, silly puzzles for some of those, and I and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that, like... I uh, did that today. Like, uh, shooting the lamps and stuff? Or, or the bells? Yeah, like, bells. The that, bells. That was one stuff. of them. Yeah. Sh- ringing the bells by shooting them. Did you... Like, you did the shadow puzzle already, right? Yeah, I just did that, How, like, how long uh, did that take A little you? bit. Not very long. Nah, yeah, I thought it was really cool. When it, it cool first puzzle. started... When I fir- when it first presented that, I was like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked way more intimidating than it actually was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so that is what I want from Uncharted games: is clever puzzles with sublime, crazy ancient architecture mm-hmm. that I'm gonna climb on, and just beautiful environments. I don't need the fucking gunplay. I don't need it. Those games don't need it. It's just. It's like this little piece of standard AAA game development that Naughty Dog is holding on to, and I fucking hate that. I They don't need that. Wonder how many people feel the same way that you do about it. I've heard it. I've heard it expressed. I'm not I've alone. heard it expressed. <laughs> of course, you're not alone, but comparatively, wonder how that is. Like I just split. can't. I can't see. I can't imagine a person exists that would be like, Oh, a new Uncharted game. Oh, they removed most of the body count? I don't want to play that. <laughs> I can I can see some people no being fucking like, way. then it's like an Uncharted walking simulator. No, it is not. I, I'm no, not it saying it is. I'm just saying I could see how people would miss the gunplay or miss because doing something I'm, between hey, sections. To be clear, I'm not saying remove it entirely. I'm saying limit the body count. And that could e- that could even be tied completely to the difficulty. Like, I'm on Explorer right now. There should be maybe two or three, four guys that I have to take out in those combat scenarios. That's Instead it. Instead of 12. Not 20. <laughs> yeah. Like, not, you know, like, that It that sounds simple enough in my head to do. Wonder, so, uh, <laughs> I'm excited for you to play the last chapter because that's, uh... Last chapters in Uncharted games are notoriously like the body heavy. Let's just kill. Let's just kill a thousand people and pile yeah. up their bodies and just be like and get away with it. Whimsical comments the whole time as if nothing is happening and you're not a social 
or a sociopath. Spoiler: It's, it's no different in this one. But I'm sh- I'm sure it's, it's still fine. I mean, it's fine. you know it's great. What you know it's great. It's gonna be so easy, and I'm gonna headshot everybody. <laughs> Absolutely everybody headshots all day. Just John swinging John Wick style. Yeah, one headshot of the, city. One of the major complaints I have heard about it though is no one really likes the antagonist, but that's not. He's kind of not in the game. Yeah, like I, yeah. I don't I don't get it, but I well. I agree from where I am, having seen him at the very beginning of the game, and apparently now at the end of the game, I agree. There there the is. Game, there is kind of a little cool twist with him at okay. one point later on. I mean, it's not Sweet. like it's just a small little revelation that's like, oh, okay, that's different, but yeah, nothing to write home about. Just a cool little thing. I can totally see where people would look at this game and how it is almost exclusively that open world thing and be like, this is not what I want from Uncharted. Do you know? Like, it doesn't have a lot of big set piece very tailored linear things that are like what the game is known for yeah it really is just you wandering around the game looks fantastic you're still climbing things but it's all this one setting instead of instead of being like varied globe trotting etc so but what i mean once you that that explorative area in the middle that you were at once you enter one of the quote-unquote tombs that you have to enter to continue like the main story stuff like once you hit yeah. that it's it, it it's the normal linear like this open world stuff is just like a driving around area to go to different points on a map i disagree it's more of just an idea though that you feel like you're in that same area yeah. that you're yeah and, and you're not really like you're not really like moving through a really intricate crazy ancient civilization this like is also- Josh, those Go ahead. Those temple things that you go to are really, really simple, and they're really short. Yeah, they are, but the, the, the you're not. I don't want to say you're not halfway through because you still have a couple chapters left, but it's not the entire game like that. It's most of the game, it's, though. It, I'd say it's half to two thirds. Okay. So sure, <laughs> but I mean the the opening, well, two thirds would be most. Fifty one percent would be most. So opening up to that point, and then also after where you're at now, going forward, is all that typical linearity of. of it also might feel longer just because I did that collectible thing. That didn't take me very long to do, though. But yeah, you're you're right. It really might not ultimately be that much if you just go from point to point. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you end up going back and doing some yoga? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm excited. I did. Okay. Isn't that cool? Because we were talking about that, and I didn't know you could do that, and I wanted to see it. If anybody hasn't played Lost Legacy, you should play it, first of all. And then whenever you get to the point where you climb the tower to, like, start the open world, keep climbing, and it's a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. It, hmm. it was it was awesome. But, uh, yeah, that, I'm enjoying the hell out of that game. Good. Yeah, it was good. I, I would... I would love I can't believe I'm saying this. I would love if Uncharted just continued to be like this not annual thing, but like biannual of sure. just let's traverse some really crazy fictional made up ancient architecture. I would let's just solve that. puzzles in this old civilization at some weird place in the world. That would be really cool. <laughs> I would love that. I'd be all about that. I don't know if I see that happening. Like, even though 4 no. and Lost Legacy were both great games, I don't think anyone was really 
asking for for those. And now that Nathan's story is done, that's wrapped up. Yeah. And then we have this side thing with Clody and Nadine. Clody. Clody. I think you said that last time. Did I? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, Nothing matters. Nothing matters. I wouldn't be surprised if we've seen the end of Uncharted for the foreseeable future. It'll come back, but yeah, you're right. I don't expect to hear a peep of Uncharted for a while, I don't think. Yeah. I bet we'll get Last of Us 2, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do something new. Just a whole new IP for some Nice rhyme. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would... Honestly, I would hope they try and do something new. But, yeah, I think it'll be a bit. They'll bring... For Uncharted, specifically. Yeah. But, uh... How's yeah. uh, how's your Neo DLC running going? How about you tell us about you finally playing Neo? I didn't want to start because I don't really know where well, to start with it because we've I'm spoken a, we've a lot talked, about We've Neo. talked that game to death, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I finally got around to playing it again because I tried to at one point and I gave up. This time around, I gave it more of a chance, some more time to warm up to me. Really enjoying it. Don't want to get involved with talking about Dark Souls or Bloodborne or any of that. Because there's a right the answer. But on its own. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> threw me off. On its own. <laughs> welcome welcome to that feeling, Josh. I was going to say, how every, does it feel? <laughs> every interaction on this show with you, for the most part, I throw you throws off. us off. Fuck it. I don't want to get involved. I'm, I've come to the point where I'm keeping my mouth shut the majority of the time now. <laughs> <laughs> so please continue no i'm not that's it I'm done. neo's great perfect one of the best games of 2017 yeah it is i i'm really enjoying it um it, it has that it has that uh, see i don't want to talk about neo because anytime i'm gonna say anything you're gonna be like you should play dark souls should play bloodborne and while that may be true you should while that may be true i want to talk about neo okay uh neo has that feel and that loop that games like I know this is a very weird comparison, but games like Next Machina or The End is Nigh have for me where there's an obstacle in front of me. It's hard. I enjoy playing it. And once I get through that obstacle, I like have a little shout of joy, like of excitement. Don't do I it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Fucking Don't do it. Die. Don't do I it. want to die listening to you saying Don't do this. it. We had we've had a very extensive conversation about Neo Dark. But Souls. do you hear yourself? I do. Do you know how ridiculous you sound? No, because it's a, we're not getting involved. It's, we're not getting into it. It's not different. We're not getting into it. But you, okay, not getting into it. You're wrong. Why? Because that is what Dark Souls is. Difference. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I said but, difference. Okay. Like I'm leading to something. Okay. I actually enjoy the combat of Neo way more than I enjoyed the combat of Dark Souls. Because I love your opinion. Because That's great. Don't forget, I played Dark Souls <laughs> three, and I actually enjoyed it like i like you liked it i did i did so because it's really good it is it's a good game it is good um i still think neo plays better though i don't that's my opinion i think it plays better i like the mechanics of the key of having to watch your i know there's stamina in dark souls yes it's It's the the same it's the same same thing thing. but having (laughs) but, but having to there are mechanics that you can recharge your key depending on your different stances and evading and that's just a whole other point of combat that you have to rely upon while fighting certain things. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
I enjoy that. The the stance switches. I can't do this right now. So looking at you, just I can't do it either. Just I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this, and we're hey, not going to do I, it. There's. I am not the only person in the world who who probably enjoys Neo and doesn't. Here's the thing. I've yet to ever hear that sentiment. Here's the thing. But okay. I don't. I I've made this distinction numerous times. I appreciate the Dark Souls games, and I acknowledge that they are good games. But I also acknowledge that I the combat to me does not feel as where I want it to be. And Neo does it better, in my opinion. As a professional, okay, Neo does not do it better. You don't think the combat in Neo is better? No. Okay. I think it's Why a step not? in the right direction. I love that it's different. I love where they're trying to go with it. The problem is the enemies are not challenging enough. And there's like four of them in the whole fucking game. Yeah, you have talked about that before. You don't, you don't get a good smattering of scenarios where you actually need to use all of that stuff in Neo. So okay, you don't even need to learn new things to do and new ways. To as handle. you, yeah, as you get deeper into the game, you will start doing the same motions, the same attacks. Well, like my. Everything. I guess my defense of that is I played the entire Dark Souls 3 with one weapon doing the same thing. Sure. The entire game. You can do that in Neo also. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. You can't treat every enemy the same, though. But you can't treat every enemy the same. Yeah. In Neo, you kind of can. Like I mean, you, you, kind, you kind of can do that in Neo. I have switched up weapons a ton in Neo. Oh, I did too. I I played eighty percent of Neo doing a different weapon type constantly because I wanted. Exactly, I just wanted because to do that. you want and it's hey, fun and it's, hey hey I did that in Dark Souls also. I thought you so I thought you also even, play the entire game with that. Don't first. even try and. You, well, the difference is I've played through all of those games multiple times and also experimented in all of them multiple times. It's the same thing, just not mostly in the same playthrough. So, I love that you are getting into Neo finally uh, because it's really good. It is a very good game. It uh, It could be better, and I think it's a really fucking excellent start. Oh. And I hope, I hope the next one... If it's the if it's the exact same gameplay with more variety and absolutely everything else, it could be better than Souls. I'm I want to mark this episode down of you saying that. Hey, I just just to me just acknowledging a game could the, be better than Souls we'll, is a step. We'll clue we'll Hell, clue everybody Bloodborne in. Bloodborne is. Bl- I mean, yeah, <laughs> it we'll, already we'll clue, is in some ways. We'll clue everybody in because Josh and I and AJ had a long argument about. Josh loves Neo, does not like Dark Souls. They are so similar that whatever, you know, that's a weird thing. But there isn't enough games to actually, like, set them apart yet. We only have Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Neo, and The, the Surge. Surge. Yeah. You're, for- you're forgetting the best one. Lords of the Fallen Lords of the- <laughs> was Deck 13's proof of concept. That was improved in the surge. Neo is Team Ninja's incredible proof of concept that I hope is improved in in another Neo or in another game or whatever. 
either way, we only have those to compare against Dark Souls. I want something to be better than Dark Souls. So you can go ahead and mark this, Josh. But that's what I want. I want things to be better than Dark Souls. And I, well, I mean, that's I, a good... That's I a want good, constant improvement. That's, and that's what I was getting to. I think that's a good way of thinking my about point, these My things. point is that nothing is yet. Still. Another thing I wanted to mention about Neo that I, uh, I appreciate more from a... Uh, mm, what's the right word for it? I'll just get to the point. I, I like the, the mission structure more as opposed to the open worldness of Dark Souls. And that's, an, that's a completely opinion thing, and it probably varies person by person. But I actually like the mission start point and mission end point, and then going back to a hub world and doing what you need to do. There's no hub world. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm calling the hub world the, uh, that the map. in the map where you can do all your <laughs> dojo and your blacksmith stuff. You know what? You know why Neo is not like as good as Dark Souls? A lot of that game, you're in a fucking menu. I agree. You are. You're in. You're in, in a Neo menu a in Neo, like probably fifty percent of the playtime. Ooh. And and it's not good. That that the loot shouldn't be a loot game. Shouldn't be a mission based game. I totally disagree. Well, I like, like I has, like the mission stuff. I I like the loot and the mission stuff. But I I think the way that it's handled with how much you get and how often you actually do have to spend time in a menu to handle everything is a bit too much. But it's, but it's mission-based because of that, though. That, that's why that's how it works. It's so you are constantly doing things over... It's a loot grind. It's like Destiny or, other, or Diablo, Diablo yeah. or whatever. It's one of those games. That's why it's mission-based. It would be so much better if it was a tailored open not even necessarily open world it could be completely fucking linear that would be fine too if it was like hey this is the developers of ninja gaiden if it was a ninja gaiden mission based game in quotes where you are just progressing through a story of set levels that are linear i would like that i don't want it to be this loot grind i i actually really wish it was not a loot grind yeah i mean it, i i even agree with that, like I, I spend so much time. I'm at the point now where I even started doing this, where I just get rid of pretty much the majority of the stuff that I get, like every other mission, and then yeah. every so often I'll look to see if I have something with a higher attack. It's like, oh, I did this, I did this mission. Let me go spend a bunch of time in the menus, getting rid of stuff and whatever, and spending more time in other menus and sub menus, and it's it's exhaustive. Like, how much you have to do in a menu in Neo. And correct me if I'm but, wrong, but I think they even toned that down since the vanilla launch of it. No. No, I think there was a patch that actually lowered the amount of things that dropped. I'm fairly certain. I don't know how that's possible because every... I don't care what they say. It doesn't feel like that. And trust me, I know. I played the hell out of that game. Nothing feels like I'm getting less things. There was there were some sort of patch all the at time. some point that fixed something in that regard and i can't pinpoint exactly what it was but i recall that's very vague that's very vague Mm -hmm. take it from me who has played it you have over 100 all year (laughs) i have probably 100 plus hours in it now it doesn't feel any different i still get a lot of i'd like like to go look for that then to see what they actually did i know there was something i'm just pumped you're finally yeah let's agree that it's a really good game yeah it was uh what my number four of the year? Yeah, yeah it was fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah, and you're the that game. 
to, let's be clear. That game was edged out by two incredible Nintendo games and fighting games. <laughs> Otherwise, Neo probably could so have been my game of the year. It's basically number one. Yeah. Yeah. In like a weird it, way. It could have been in in any other world where the Switch did not come out last year with a Zelda and a Mario. Neo could have easily been my game of the year. So. And you still have two full DLC packs to play. Yeah, because it's hard as fuck. So <laughs> the first one is. Yeah, the first one's hard. Yeah. Neo's awesome. Neo is awesome. Yeah. And I'm glad I, I'm, I'm giving some time to it. Me too. And I can't wait to I... go back and play Bloodborne and Dark Souls 1 and 2. Yes, because you can play Dark Souls 1 on the Switch. Yeah. And, and everything else, because it's getting remastered on Xbox One, PS4. And the thing I'm unclear on is if it's a new release on PC or if... You already have the game on PC. It's an automatic upgrade, which is what I hope. I don't have an answer but, for you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see that anywhere. But there was a Nintendo Direct this week, which uh, do you have that stuff open in front of you right now? No, but I, I know enough. You remember? It, yeah. The biggest announcement I think is that Dark Souls is coming to the Switch, which <laughs> is hilarious. I agree. That was probably the biggest announcement, but obviously not my favorite part of the direct no i don't want to play that game on a switch like it's awesome that's happening i don't think it's gonna look very good mm, definitely not well yeah, i mean going i mean going back Skyrim on there so and that's actually you know. kind of around the same time as dark yeah. souls honestly so i mean yeah you're right but uh yeah, I just don't want to play... Like, that's another game I would never think would feel good in handheld mode with the Joy-Cons. Like, you should be playing that with a Pro Controller. But no matter what, like Doom, like Wolfenstein 2, which isn't out yet on it, but is in Skyrim, and Fall- Fallout... Was that a rumor? That was a rumor. I that think Fallout's that was a rumor, coming to the Switch. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. It probably will. It probably will. But it's fucking cool. That's so cool that that's happening. And... I'm excited that it is getting re-released on Xbox and PS4 because now you can play that game in 60 frames a second, which is the right way to play those games, and everybody should buy it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm sure there will be disagreement. I don't have enough opinion to say one way or another, but I, I read an article recently about being weary of this, of this uh, re-release and calling it something the, like, it was like the Modern Warfare Syndrome where it's a game where you think you want it because you have very fond memories about it, but when it comes out no. and there have been... Nope. You know, no, so you I'm know played. where I'm going with that? Yeah, I yeah, played I know it where a you're year going ago, because and it was incredible. I, I just played Dark Souls again five when, months ago, when, six months when ago. When Nick and I played Artorias of the Abyss DLC, Yeah, that was a brand new replay for us. That game's still excellent. Yep. So, no, I don't have that problem. And I even so. survived with 30 frames playing yeah. it backwards compatible oh man the xbox version is rough as hell yeah <laughs> but again it like no problem it's yeah. rough but hey, no problem you know it's amazing this version is going to have a functioning blight town oh that is nice <laughs> that that yeah. alone is worth playing it for yeah so josh i know i i understand mm -hmm. if there are people that love dark souls and are like oh i don't want to play this again this isn't right this doesn't feel good they're not true fans, and no, that's, that's not, I don't think that's necessarily <laughs> where I was getting to, but more along the lines, there have been numerous releases post that game that 
you get used to how it's progressing and feels better and then you step back a couple games and it's like oh hey, shit this is not what i what i'm used to right now i'll be the first to admit dark souls 3 feels better than dark souls 1 and 2 for sure yeah and that's i think that's that, what they were saying like even from the modern warfare perspective in the call of duty that games, engine is better like going yeah. back and playing the original modern warfare it's like holy shit this doesn't feel near as good as i thought it or as it felt when i initially played it that's all no you can tell yeah, yeah you're right you you can tell I, the I, difference the, the way i would sure. say is three feels better sure but from a true fanboy perspective or fanboys nick and and i both it doesn't take away no, from Dark Souls, it just means Dark Souls Three is even more enjoyable gameplay wise. Right. Yeah. One and one and two still are very legit. Demons is fine. Feels totally. Demons fine. was fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. We played we played that over the summer for yeah. a little bit. Demons still felt good. Yep. So yeah. So how about the yeah. Nintendo Direct? How about the rest of the Nintendo Direct? <laughs> I'm, I I can just hear everybody that hates Dark Souls like unsubscribing from Two V One like right now and yep. sending us hate mail. But uh, so Feedback there was. You're gonna have to help me here. There were Josh. Everything they they were uh, seven-ish things they announced. Everything that was announced was a port, other than world, the new stuff being yeah. added to their current games that they mentioned. Well, there and that Kirby game, right? Was it the Kirby game? The was it Kirby? The battle type Kirby game that was no. I don't know. I I didn't see it. Else. We knew about a new Kirby coming, and I think they gave a little bit more info on that. So that's not a port, but. They're porting The World Ends With You, which is a really cool... I'll probably end up checking uh, that out. That's a, that's a really cool DS-exclusive Square Enix JRPG that is like... It was pretty unique, and I really enjoyed it, and that's awesome. That's coming to Switch. That's a, that's a, that's a good will, game. Will you play it again on the Switch, or...? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't need to play that game again. Uh, but Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is coming to the Switch, I will, which I... I will definitely play Tropical Freeze. I'm going to be playing that as well, actually. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah, that's cool. I think we were talking about that for some reason a couple episodes ago. I don't I don't know if I'm remembering correctly or not. Maybe um, I don't remember. And then they're adding a balloon map or something to Mario Odyssey for Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that involves Luigi of some. It's like a it's another. like a multiplayer thing. I think I didn't really look much into it. Yeah, me neither. Um, what else was there? I can't remember. Uh, the East. new Waluigi game. <laughs> yeah, you, everybody wishes. Oh, Zelda Hyrule Warriors is coming to Switch, which is a Zelda-themed Dynasty Warriors, which is weird as shit. Uh, the Last Ease game is getting ported over. Never never played those. I don't know anything about them. I, I, I think they're almost like a Xenoblade that's, of some sort. Like a, That's the Y-S yeah. spelling, right? Yeah. Ease, yeah. Um, what else? That's all I was thinking off the top of my head. Because that's the thing, yeah. is it wasn't really... I mean, it's cool. That's cool. They're doing this kind of stuff, but there wasn't any major like holy hell yeah. moments. Yeah, no, there wasn't. Which, which I guess fans are upset about, or whatever. People are mad, but well, the, God, what what more do you want after last I know. year? Like, give give them a break, give them a breather. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing, though. Too is there's uh, there's some speculation that this was well, this was just a, a mini direct. Like, they do these. They've done these in the past. Mini directs, not full directs. And there's speculation that the actual full-on direct will be in the next coming weeks. Because people have dug into the past, and any time a mini direct was done, I think the, the number was 20 days, that within the next 20 days, an actual direct happened. I have no idea. 
it's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing I, that exists. <laughs> I wasn't arguing with you last night yeah. about that, to be clear. It was Dustin. Oh, I, I sent him the link to the act, that actual information. Like, that. Okay. that's a thing. Um, because that, coupled with, they really didn't show any of their major things at all. Like, anything new about Bayonetta, anything new about Metroid, anything new about Wolfenstein. Like, nothing major, new, or first-party related new things I, I mean, I don't... And they didn't I don't need expect to. to. They didn't yeah, need to. Yeah, I... But that's, that also adds on to the speculation that there will be an actual direct in the coming weeks. Uh, that would be great. I'd, I'd honestly really just like to know about their online shop. It, well, that too, yeah. past games. That too. That's the only thing I kind of care about. If Nintendo didn't release, like, really much this year, I wouldn't care. Is that a crazy statement? Like, they, they came out so strong with the launch year of the switch yeah they, they bought if themselves they take, pl- a huge grace if, period if there's like a year of them just porting some things that people didn't get to play because nobody bought the wii u i am no complaints so fine with that that is great i don't care i, uh, I just want to know about buying older games that's all yeah that's the that's the one thing i hope comes out of 2018 for nintendo hey i still have my switch you do. It's not going anywhere. I fucking love this thing. Good. Yeah. I've I've put more time into my Switch and I just as much as I have my PlayStation this year. I know we're only a couple weeks into this year, but I'm on it all the time. Yeah. It's awesome. And we played like two hours of Mario Kart last night. We did. We played a lot of Mario Kart last night. Mario Kart is uh eternally amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't much else. Hey, I want to throw out something. Okay. I'm playing Getting Over It. Oh, yeah. Nice. On the phone. It is on It is on Apple devices yeah. now. How yeah. does that work? Uh, it's touchscreen. It it's fine. I mean, it's... Really? It's There are moments where things get a little wonky, but, it, I mean, it works. I've, I've made it to the point Nick got to before we quit. Yeah, you're past me I'm now. Pa- yeah, and AJ's even past me. So, like... Yeah. It, it works. It's fine. I play it all the time. It's also cheaper on phones. Five dollars. Yeah, a couple dollars cheaper. <laughs> so I I, yeah. I didn't even know that was coming to phones until I just happened to check the Me app neither. store and see getting over it on the front page. Like, what? Yeah. It's funny that that was on the front page. Yeah, it was like on best-selling That's... games or something or like new games for the week. Good for Bennett Foddy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I thought since you guys have been playing it, I'm like, I should just reinstall it and get back to that point. I just, I can't. <laughs> I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll watch a speed run I think and see what it is, and I'll be good. AJ's cruising. It seems like uh, he's- you guys are apparently not having any problem on the phone at all, which is really funny. Like he said, he fell back to the beginning. I just a lot, fell but back it, to the beginning. My first. But it time. isn't. It isn't as soul crushing as I feel like it was on PC. It's it's so. nice because like. It just goes back to the whole thing about playing on your phone. Is like you could have five minutes of downtime or something where you can just make a little bit yeah. of progress and then come back to it later, as opposed to sitting in front of your PC and having to do it. Yeah, yeah, because that's like the one thing you're doing. Like you're not killing time in between something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just surprised it semi works. Me too. Yeah. I expected it to not work yeah. at all. I, I I can't even picture it, but that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting over it's a cool game um, 
Assassin's Creed I, Rogue was finally announced as for being a new thing. Yeah, just looking at our list. Just out of nowhere, Assassin's Creed Rogue got announced for a remaster in March. Yeah, on Xbox and PS4. What? I think it's already been on PC. What the hell was Rogue? Yes, it, exactly. It was what? Good question. It was, what? It was the... Uh, it was the 360 and PS3 launch whenever Black Flag came out. Unity. When Unity came out. Was it out. Unity? I thought it was Black Flag. Black, Black, Black Flag. Flag was on 360 and PS3. Oh. Okay, well, regardless, yeah. Yeah, Rogue Rogue was tied to the previous generation when Unity came out. And so, like, you never heard about it because critics were only playing current things. And I think you play and- as a Templar agent in it. You, I think the point of that game is you are an assassin and you turn to being a Templar. And that's what I heard. Yeah. And thus the name Rogue. And it has more but, boat stuff like Black Flag. Are you sure it wasn't Black Flag? Yes, I think I'm pretty sure because, well, I know for sure Black Flag was on everything. Let's put it that way. I know that for a fact. So, because we've had this discussion before <laughs> that you couldn't believe it was on 360 and PS3 and it was. I think Rogue was then a follow-up to Black Flag because it still had the boat stuff. But anyway, you can play that now if you want in March. March? March. That's what it was? Yeah, it was March. Yeah. But uh, we don't need to talk about the uh, other thing. It's not a big deal. Oh, That's all okay. I got this week. Yeah. <laughs> if you say there so. Was no good, there was no good segue into it, so fuck it. But... uh. <laughs> There ha- That's there all has I got. To be a segue between things. There does. Or else they're not worth talking about. Exactly. We do hard transitions all the time. <laughs> that and the random factoids and all that. That's our specialty. Yeah. I uh, will uh, continue. What do we got in the next next coming week? I'll continue to play Creed. I'm still playing Creed. Oh, it yeah, just I wasn't worth talking about. That. I I really like Origins. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Again. I Lost Legacy was kind of a weird thing that I just was like really in the mood to play a story driven thing, so that's why I got I got it. But I'm glad you did. That's a, it's a good game. Yeah, I mean we'll have the we'll be playing the DBZ beta this weekend. Have a little bit of impressions on that, but I don't know what I'm. I'm still like not sure what I'm gonna jump into at any moment. Like I don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. So next week will be a surprise. Been playing a lot of paladins again, random. That is random. I don't know why, because you like Overwatch, and what's the difference? Well, paladins is free to play, and you have Overwatch though. Yeah, she doesn't. So oh, hey, the Overwatch League launched this week. That was news, I guess. There's that professional Overwatch thing. It had a ton of viewers too. I think like I did briefly. I I briefly watched an archive of one of the matches. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get the allure of watching professional how, Overwatch. How do they do it's, it with like? Do they just change perspectives, player to player, so, if something's happening, or like how do they do? How do they manage that? If anybody is interested, I don't follow many esports other than fighting games. Lately, I've got way into, and I'll watch like a match of the international for Dota. The Overwatch League is produced very well. It's it's like dudes at a table commentating and then there's com actual play-by-play commentators that they go to there there is now a season to this thing it is produced very well it's like multiple camera angles and stuff and then in the game 
they'll jump between perspectives of, of players, right? They also have free control of a camera around the map. That's which awesome. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. However, the production value outside of all of that, for somebody not always watching Overwatch or into Overwatch or following Overwatch, jumping into that, I was like, wow, I can't really tell what's happening high level other than this dude shooting this dude and they're trying to get this objective done. And that's why I don't think first-person games are fun to watch at the professional level. Would it's you just, argue that's how it is with any professional level video game, like League of Legends or Dota or even fighting games, like Guilty Gear Dota, and stuff? Dota, sure. Yes, I agree. Dota is very hard to know what's happening if you are not even remotely interested in those types of games. But they're billing the Overwatch League as, like, a sport. But, like, it's being pre- presented as, like, this next step in making it approachable you know yeah and this has all been a a long time work in progress too because we talked a while ago about how these teams are getting uh, put together for sponsors there's very very rich sponsors behind these minimum salary from uh, blizzard requirements like yeah it's it's been a long time in the works yeah it's uh it's a crazy thing i just i don't know you know like i don't watching it I was just like, I like Overwatch. I like the characters. I like playing Overwatch. I don't really care about, quote, high-level Overwatch. You know, like it... A lot of people It do. just seems... I know, and that, I don't get that. You know, I don't get that at all. But, you know, I'm way into fighting games now, and I'm into high-level professional fighting games. I just feel like those are even easier to watch and, like, be, like surprised by something you see on screen without knowing well, I mean, there's, about it. there's less things to you all you're worrying about is watching two people back to back that playing that's that's it, it but that's kind of what i'm talking about where it's really easy to see okay this is the thing this is the competition mm-hmm. that is happening where in overwatch there's like 10 people and they're jumping back and forth between perspectives with the occasional well, overview of what's happening and it's just like i don't think it translates as well that's just I, inherent I to the game that you're watching and playing. Like, there's that's, I, Josh, <laughs> Josh, you are trying to be contrarian as always. I just don't agree. I just don't think Overwatch or first person games in general are good esports things to watch. I know there is a huge scene there. That is just how it feels and looks to me. Like, I was excited, kind of. Like, we were talking about today, AJ was like, we should watch some. And I was like, nah, I don't, you know, whatever. But then I went and looked at an archive and I was like, you know what? This is like, this is pretty cool. Like they're, they put a lot of effort into this. This is, this is high budget, crazy shit. And then they started playing the game and I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. How do you, like, how it do you doesn't, become an it's... esports announcer? Like what, what is the progress to becoming, to being in that seat talking about an esports? Josh, classic Josh tangent. No, that, that's <laughs> not a know. tangent. We're talking about it esports. Is. Like, that's something I think about. Well, it is weird because there's no precedent. Like, you become an ESPN sports commentator by it's being people, an athlete all your life, and then you share that It's expertise. the same thing. No, it's the same thing. That's what that's what commentators are for esports. Okay, but I guess yeah. my point is uh, esports have not been around for 100 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, where did the people, first ones come from? It's people that play the game are well-known in the community 
and have a voice in the community mm-hmm. and then and they get reached out to and they're like hey do you want to be a commentator? Well, like perfect example i'm pretty too, sure like, that's how it works when we were at nec the commentators for some of those games up on the big screen would just be down there playing with you and then would just walk up and start an out start talking about exactly the game. like it's yes exactly yeah yes yeah <laughs> that's a, that's that's your answer uh, yeah, josh that that's why i said that All was right. a tangent <laughs> like you you have the you have the knowledge there of how it happens <laughs> anyway we should end this episode thank you for listening as always you can find us on all podcast services every week and uh you need to tell a friend or leave us a rating or review on on just itunes i guess and uh you can email us feedback at tv1podcast.com if you would like a t-shirt let us know same email <laughs> and at tv1podcast on social media and uh i got nothing in the pipeline video wise i am almost done with my metal list which i said i was going to do last week and of course didn't so do you, do you that'll have, be done this week do you at least have the 10 numbered or are you still up in the air with that i don't number them Oh, I haven't okay. I haven't numbered them the last well, two years. Well, it's then do just you have ten. Do you have ten? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had. Hey, I put a lot of effort into this one. Actually, I've been really like thinking about it, and for a while now, I've had ten. It's just actually writing things Talking about to it. go with it. Yeah. yeah. The uh, so <laughs> more time into this one than the video game. Would you say? No. 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 <laughs> uh, no it was just a question. Did, did you put more yeah. time into it? But that that takes forever, anyways. So. I understand. Yeah, no, that. I mean the the act of playing a game and getting through a game and absorbing it, yeah, it takes way longer than music, but music's harder to talk oh, about. Oh, I, I meant specifically even the writing part. Yeah. And like it, it, it takes a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. So look for that on 2v1podcast.com. And uh I think that's gonna do it, guys. Normal normal timed episode this week. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, I guess I guess so. All right. Bye. <laughs>